Hey listeners, it's me, Red. Okay, so you probably noticed that I didn't post an episode last Friday. I was actually going to say at the forward of this episode that we're not posting every Friday anymore. We're going to be posting every weekend, so I guess keep a lookout for that Friday, Saturday, Sunday-ish. Either way, I didn't post an episode last week because I took a pretty bad spill off of my mountain bike, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I haven't been able to get to it. But it's here either way. Yeah. Enjoy. It puts the lotion on its skin. Thank you, Red. I needed that in my life. I can't do this. Good joke, imaginary friend, Peter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One. Okay, I'm recording. Okay. Everyone? Yes? Yes? Okay. Cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, can I open this thing up that I've been wanting to open for days oh, now? Oh, what? You mean that, that early birthday-ish present I sent you? Yes. Because I'm a good friend? Yes, you can open it. I'm gonna find you a birthday present. Okay, let's see. No, you don't. This audio probably sounds really it's... good. Me ripping open the thing. Oh, I'm gonna add in a folder. You have to put it way up to the mic and start whispering. We can turn this into an ASMR podcast. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> hey guys, yeah, I just want to tell you about it. Peter <laughs> oh my god. Is this a shirt? This is a shirt with our podcast logo on it? Maybe. Keep looking. <laughs> okay, okay. That's a shirt with the podcast logo. How cute. That's a shirt with my podcast logo. That it sure shit is. Oh, there's... There's two of each. Oh, there's two of ours. And that's so cute. Thank you. This is awesome. You're welcome. I hope they fit because they're all different sizes with the same uh, marking on them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this size? Yes, of course. But they're all different sizes because brand manufacturer bullshit. Okay. <sighs> okay, let's talk about this amazing movie. Uh, okay, I'm going to start. Uh, welcome to Amateur Movie Critics Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Peter. I'm just a cop trying to fight my way to the top. Uh, and this is my co-host, Red, who is, uh, you know, the crackhead with a machete fighting me on the way down. Ah. I wanted to be that Afro guy who got shot and then came back later. Um. Can I be the guy that uh, gets arrested and has shit all over his pants right in the beginning of the film? Ew. And everybody's like, ew. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I'm Langston. Hey, we have Hello. a special guest this week. Uh, one of my best friends, Langston. Hey. Uh, hey. Hello. Yeah, don't Thanks tell Lance. For, Thanks for having me. Don't tell Lance. His episode is lost and never aired. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No one wanted to talk about, was it, Fury Road anyway? The movie was so good. We had such a good discussion about that. I mean, our star rating system was about Milk Mommies, so... <laughs> <laughs> how many milk mommies would you get this movie oh god uh, my favorite part of that movie oh. <laughs> okay so <clears throat> can we talk about how last episode I asked your mom how many teenage abortions she would give the movie oh no <laughs> oh god I might cut out the part that she's uh, pro-life but yeah no <laughs> You made a terrible impression. No, she loves you. Such a faux pas. No, no, no. She started laughing. She found it really funny. Uh, 
She listens. She she is the one person I know who listens to this. She listens to every episode. She has not missed one. She called me up and she said, "Okay, you can never say the c word again after the Nymphomaniac episode." <laughs> no, no. She said, "Peter, yeah, she too. Really... I'm not his mother, but I tell him so." So <laughs> she really did not like that movie. No, she didn't watch the movie. She just hated the episode. Oh. She said for the first twenty of them, she was like, kept going, uh, uh, uh. And then she tried to block it out, and it still didn't work. So, <laughs> oh, that movie. Okay, this movie though. Uh, uh, yes, the raid. Or was it the raid redemption? Hmm. Uh, it depends on who you ask, Peter. Depends on which country you're in. Okay, so the movie we watched today was the raid. Uh, movie was released on April thirteenth, two thousand twelve. Um, it is known in America and Europe as the raid redemption uh in indonesia where it was released it was just the raid uh the director of this movie is gareth evans uh stars Iko uis ananda george ray shahatapi mm. mm-hmm. that's how you pronounce that shahatapi yeah i guess so <laughs> <laughs> okay you know uh mm-hmm. Iko uis and Yayan Ruhian, Rama and Mad Dog, they both appeared in this latest Star Wars film, The Force Awakens. What? They did. Yeah. yeah, they had little cameos. They were the bounty hunters that were chasing after Han Solo. Oh, it's because I hate Star Wars. That's why I didn't see it. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> I mean, I really like um, Adam Dreyfus. Or is it Dreyfus? And that is the uh, one prepared fact that I have. For this podcast, I have a semi fact. I didn't, I didn't realize that Gareth Evans like wrote and directed this movie because he was supposed to do, um, Star Wars Episode Nine, and then he dropped out, and then there's an huh. Episode Nine. There will be. Uh I wonder if that had any bearing on, uh, Iko and Yayan's cameos. Like I don't maybe know. he recommended them or something i don't know well just because you burn a bridge doesn't mean that acquaintances have to as well true so what's this movie about oh yeah good question peter since <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> a swat team becomes trapped in a tenement run by a ruthless mobster and his army of killers and thugs as they try to reach their way to the top they realize the reasons for invading this tenement uh were not justified so yeah. tenement is apartment building, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like a shitty apartment building. Yeah, it's like in the yes. slums of wherever this movie takes place. Indonesia? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Indonesia. Not the Philippines, like I thought it was. I was like, this is Filipino. Definitely Filipino. Look, this maybe black person. Definitely Filipino. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I really couldn't. I was like, okay, he's super dark, but he doesn't look black. <laughs> That's what I have to say. All these Our people have, comment on that. All these people <laughs> Me and Peter will bring it up ethnicity. at the next delegation, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I've been thinking a lot about white privilege. <laughs> That's good. Oh, shit. no. <laughs> I saw the best meme the other day. It was uh, some guy posted on Twitter. Uh, saw a... <laughs> it was like, saw this white boy learning how to ride a bike. It's good to see kid, a kid struggle for the first time in his life. <laughs> Ooh. 
Yay! <laughs> Uh, right. I saw. I have a few. I have a distinct feeling we're veering little off course. What? No, we never do what? that, Peter. No. That's the whole fucking podcast. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just checking. Okay, so the guy's doing the martial arts praying, uh, martial arts praying routine that I do every morning when I get up. <laughs> yeah, that's Rama, our protagonist. Sure. Who's doing this weird like touch the baby's stomach thing going on? Uh, like, I love you. And then he was, like, really nervous going in? I don't know. Well, it's his first day. Was no, it? True. No. No, I mean, it wasn't. It may have been his first raid, though. Oh, probably. Wait, his first raid or raid redemption? Oof, good question. Yeah. Depends on which country he raids in. Well, again, talking about white privilege. Mm. Uh, <laughs> he's also... Wait, 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 wait. He's Muslim? Ramba is Muslim? Yeah, yeah he's, the he's, he's praying in the beginning of the movie. Oh, I didn't get that. He was whispering, so Oh I my tell. god, this makes yeah. so much more sense he, He's got the prayer rug and everything. He, like, bows Holy down shit. and touches his head to it. I think it's called the prayer mat. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't uh, care. <laughs> what about, like, prayer bearskin? Uh, prayer garment? Uh, prayer parka. Wait, we're getting off draft now. Prayer um, um, <laughs> I wanted to do one. Okay, so he's like, <laughs> he's like obviously super serious. And then there's that dick. Oh, and the captain. And the, what is it, commander? I don't know. Who was the second in command here? Uh, is it, uh, how Jocka. much? Sergeant Jocko. Okay, yeah. I don't know how much we're able to go into spoilers but oh yeah oh, no, this whole yeah. thing spoilers every okay, episode so like, there's there's aw, the that's so cute you like worrying about spoilers <laughs> i don't know how much integrity i'm supposed to preserve none here. None. none at Should all just let it all go to the wind reveal my We're true probably self. not going to talk about the movie much longer <laughs> all right well here comes my true power level um so the guy that the lieutenant, Weihu, that's the guy that betrays everybody. Yeah. And then the kind of good guy slash bad guy, the anti-hero, that's Chaka. Um. Oh wait, you mean the protagonist? Yeah. No, the protagonist is Rama. Okay. Yeah. The super straight-laced Muslim dude who yeah. kicks the ass of everybody that he encounters. Yes. Uh... Very thoroughly. I have something to say I got about the that, action but I'll scenes. wait. <laughs> oh, you can say it. The, the ass kickery in this movie was awesome, but I have to say, how many times did he beat the shit out of people? Like, lay them down on the ground? They just got up. I mean, he can't be yeah. that good. Yeah, that's true. I think that maybe it's a trope in uh, Kung Fu flicks flicks with a lot of hand-to-hand -hand combat but people are very durable like the fight with mad dog right uh with him and his brother oh the dude and who was like yeah i like love how he got with my hands yeah <laughs> that dude was me uh <laughs> he got knifed with like a like the sharp edge of a broken fluorescent bulb uh. and just tanked through it it was brutal okay so uh Actually, that guy was only me because he was the shortest person in the whole building. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but if He's I were like... It's Napoleon syndrome. He's compensating. 
if if I were if I were like part of a a crazy Indonesian martial arts drug ring, which you know they did mention in the beginning that there's an on-site mm. narcotics like factory or whatever facility, yeah. Which yeah, they walk through it at the end. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, there's the drugs. Okay, so now I know why they're here. <laughs> I mean, I I kept thinking, I don't see any drugs. I mean, I see a bunch of druggies. But I don't see any drugs. Are they sure it's here? Yeah. The supposed reason that they're there in the first place. Supposed. <laughs> supposed indeed. The plot thickens. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. All is not as it seems. Okay, so... <laughs> so, for for reason of Raid Redemption, we're going to call the main character Joe. Uh, <laughs> Fine. So Joe walks in. <laughs> Joe walks into an apartment building. We're talking about Rama? And says Al. Yeah, sure. Well, protagonist, I don't know, the guy who got followed. The dude yeah. with the cheekbones. Is but... his name Joe in Redemption? No, everyone's name. No, this is this is Redemption, Peter. Because, okay, I know, I know, I know. I know this is Redemption. But, like, the American version was subbed, so I don't know if they changed the names. Because in my, um, in my subtitles, they definitely called Jaka Jake. I mean, it was really funny. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, that's actually something that I wanted to talk about. Uh, did you guys watch the sub version or the dub version? Okay, I watched the dub version. I watched both. <laughs> uh, I watched, the first time I watched this movie, I watched uh, the sub version. Uh, but for this podcast, I ended up watching the dubs. Okay. Uh, and they're not, I mean, they're not all that different. But... And I'm no purist or anything. <laughs> I did end up preferring the sub version just because I like seeing the characters' mouths sync up with their dialogue. And uh, also, I think that the sound is mixed more towards the uh, the, the original uh, the original dialogue. But the dub version is better localized. <laughs> Things come across that you that I didn't get in the sub version, like humor came across a lot better. Mm, so yeah. It's a toss-up. I mean... Okay, so the, the the version that I had, the volume was, like, really weird. Uh, mm. <laughs> so it's like the TV was to max volume. And then all of a sudden the music would come through or something would happen that was definite Foley work, and it was way louder than everything else. Yeah. Yeah, I find I find that happens a lot with, like, DVD releases of movies that have been in theaters recently like the sound is still mixed to the cinema so all of the all of the actiony sounds the gunshots and the punches and the crashing is super Ugh. loud and so the dialogue weird. is infuriatingly quiet i mean when it was it, it didn't blow my ears out but the room was very loud like it was movie theater loud in the room by the time i was done like by the time the credits rolled and i was like oh it's really fucking loud in here so <laughs> You know, I mean, after the after the the finale happened and that thing happened that we're definitely not talking about. Nah, just kidding. They killed uh, the dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when when Rama and uh, is it Bowo? Bowo? Yeah, Bowo. Bob. Uh, are like stabbing people down that hallway as Bowo is like dragging himself. Oh my the god. Floor. I don't really care about dialogue. I just want to hear those beautiful, beautiful stab noises. Yeah, let's talk about that, actually. Um, All the, the thing stabbing that... and shooting that people just bounce back from? Exactly. <laughs> the thing that people... The, the first time I saw this movie, 
uh, it was recommended to me by a friend who knew I was into kung fu flicks, and he said, this movie is straight action. Don't watch it for anything else. Uh, it's the action scenes that you want. And he was right on one hand. I feel like people don't really give the movie the credit that it's due for its uh, cinematography and visual storytelling outside of the action scenes. But is there anything to like in the plot or the dialogue or anything like that? Anything in this movie that you would latch on to besides these frantic action scenes? I have one. Mm. I don't know. I feel like that's why the the sequel is so plot-heavy. Because this is not... I mean, you're supposed to care about Ranma, and then when you meet his brother in the end, you're like, oh, he's, yeah. oh, he's, he's fighting for something, a.k.a. his brother at the top. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're supposed to have that emotional gut punch. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't work as well as probably Gareth Evans wanted it to, but... Yeah. Well, I mean... I, mean, I think that's... I don't know. I, uh, go ahead, man. Oh, sorry. Uh, okay, this was a, another another case of the director thinking that directing like the audience is stupid but i noticed that <laughs> thing where he looked at the uh, security camera and he was like <gasps> and i was like oh that's a secret brother and i was right so <laughs> wow. i i just saw that Fucking like called it. I, instantly and then the whole movie i was waiting okay so where's his brother coming around and then that thing happened where he was dying i was like he can't die and oh secret brother there he is and <laughs> i mean in the dubbed version you know the the white america version that i watched <laughs> Yeah. Um, Joe talks to Bob, his brother. And <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I keep changing the names around so no one's going to understand me. By the way, he talks to his brother and until like half of the the entire fight, he's like, you're going to be an uncle. And I was like, oh, he is his brother. Okay, now that I got mm-hmm. that confirmed. And then I didn't. I was actually surprised that they didn't end up killing the brother as a plot device. I mean, everything um... else seemed kind of by by the numbers crime I was, thriller i was more surprised he didn't show up in the sequel the brother yeah he doesn't no he just owns the tenement yeah you know that they'll come for eventually they never came for it it's got like a narcotics lab in the basement he i mean they said basically all cops can be bought so he's got buku bucks down there i found it kind of weird that he just owns that place now like, there's some kind of, I don't know, maybe it's not that weird, considering the, the tone of the movie, but because the other person died, there's, like, this, who were the bad guys in The Chronicles of Riddick with Vin Diesel? Um, the, oh, I've never seen all that like one. Like, the, the you keep what you kill guys. Oh, those guys, yeah. Yeah, like, it's just this weird kind of law of the jungle shit where, well, the person that was at the top is dead, and I killed him. Or I was there at his death, and I'm the strongest person here now. So I own all of you and your livelihoods. I think it's half that, and also half that he was like third in command, and numbers one and two are dead because yeah. he killed them. So yeah, <laughs> or took part in their death. So maybe just no one. He was probably fight. really upset. What's his face offered free rent for their lives? <laughs> God, <laughs> damn it! What am I gonna get my money? Uh... Oh wait, the drug ring in the in the top floor. <laughs> Hmm. Well, no, everyone's dead in the whole damn building, so he's just gonna have to like hire some people in, patch the bullet. Not holes, everybody. The walls. Uh, glasses guy and his dying wife are fine. See, he said yeah. sick wife, and I for some reason thought she was pregnant. Like, there's morning sickness shit, so he could identify with 
Joe, the main character. Uh, <laughs> that would have been probably a better idea. But nope, she's just than old. What actually happened? Yeah. Man, the unwanted pregnancy rates in Jakarta are through the roof. <laughs> Maybe that's why she's sick. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh no! We're back to those is she, teenage abortions. Is she yeah. sick with baby? As uh, the little girl says. Sick from, uh, with baby. Pan's labyrinth. Yes. Mommy is sick with baby. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, like that's that's called her being a hoe. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i mean no yeah she's sick i mean is she going to the doctor <laughs> question mark <laughs> but what can about she these... go to the doctor i don't i don't know what about these 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 people these bystanders that are suddenly become this... like mercenaries yeah, thrown into this building like i mean i, I have know, a random seems... ass machete in my house well don't you guys i actually kind of wanted to talk about rifles. that because, like, there's this uh, really violent action film that's kind of taking place uh, just in the lives of these people. Like, a, a bunch of these action scenes are filmed just, like, in apartments and in homes. And I mean, these people are strapped, but they still live here. <laughs> that's true. I mean... I don't know. I thought that added a lot to to the scenes. It made it seem more <laughs> out of place and made everything seem a lot more visceral like the person that this that these cops are fighting like that person is being killed right now and it's a human being and this is where he lives yeah they sort of did Crazy just come shit. in there yeah the part where he shot the kid i was like oh fuck but as the kid was dying and then the kid. he was like cops <laughs> yeah like that's just a part of his life uh, uh yeah but also he was like hey kid just uh just calm down he was like no fuck you <laughs> Run away. So says Jaka. Wait, that yeah. was Jaka, right? Oh, yeah, Josh. Jaka Flaka Flame. Jaka Flaka Flame. I don't get that reference. <laughs> it's uh, uh, it's not important. It's okay. Kami it's okay. Hami. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Close enough. What uh uh, uh what about Ranma one half? Right. Uh. Wait. Uh, Inuyasha. That's some. No, that's some anime trash from, like, the 80s. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't want... Peter, Sorry, I've already told you that I only watch new shit. Like, it's hard, oh my God. It's hard <laughs> to get me to watch something that was produced before 1999. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need you to stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's what's available to me. <laughs> Most available to me. I'm like, oh, new, shiny, pretty, great production quality. Hey. Also, Game of Thrones was lit. Oh, Thrones, Thrones, Game of Thrones, Thrones. Um, actually, yeah. Wait, we didn't we didn't talk about that. I don't actually watch that series. I've read all the books, but Layson does not watch Game of Thrones. Oh well, if you read the I'm books, sorry. it's fine. But I mean, just watch I, the dragon scenes. They're cool. I just feel like I would be betraying some value that I hold deep within me if I watched the the series before I finished books yeah oh Winston's one of those that's what crystal said which will probably never happen george r. r martin will die before those books are finished and we'll get fucking brandon sanderson to ghostwrite the rest of them like he did for wheel of time uh, yeah but then uh then crystal said uh crystal said quote unquote those dragons my nigga um yep <laughs> so oh, crystal said a lot I, i'm up to date on the read not like 
the way back, but like at least for the last two months now. Boy, <laughs> so good. I love the the last episode was just called the first White Walker, and they're talking about S- Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> oh damn! Because <laughs> she's a cold bitch, um, and white. So <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk about Taylor Swift. I had to rant at your mom about how much I hate her. I don't want to do it again. Why you hate? Never mind. I hate no. Taylor Swift too. Don't worry about it. You're you're among friends here. Your mom was like, geez, I know, you hate her. Stop. <laughs> what? No. She 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 doesn't get it. she doesn't keep up on like Hollywood stuff. She don't she doesn't watch that sort of shit. She's like, oh, it always changes. The only thing she keeps up on is the housewives. So <laughs> that's why every time That's not even that's not even real. Well, Taylor Swift isn't even a real person. She's a like an amalgamation of like white privilege and fucking slut. So created by Tay Diggs or Lord Strong we're done. Words. We're done. Strong words. We're done. <clears throat> you are really testing my love for you right now, Peter. You like Taylor Swift? Yes. What? <gasps> oh, I thought we were done. Oh, I thought we were done. Mm-hmm. I thought we were done talking about this. <laughs> okay, listen. It's Tay Diggs world. We just live in it. So that's true. Goddamn right. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> the things that I enjoy. Uh, Did you listen to last episode, Peter? Because <laughs> I have I have not had a chance to yet between moving and preparing to lose all my stuff in a hurricane. I forgot about. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's like already happening. Gas stations are out of gas and water and. Yep. Yeah, hurricane brain, man. It's real. Yep. It's going up the middle though, but all those islands south are fucked. So. Yeah, the Caribbean. Yep. They're already evacuating the Keys. I think yeah, they're already evacuated. Please. We might be all right. We'll I don't. Um, I haven't looked at the new radar maps from Europe, but Europe are, seems to be the most uh, accurate. The, yeah, the most accurate. They God, put, they, why? I don't know. I I don't. They care and try hard. I just want to know if I'm gonna have to leave my house. Yeah, we won't I know that. I never want to do that ever. I told Peter I to leave yesterday and forever. come here. Yeah, I can't just pack up. Well, no, it's like an emergency. Once they declare a state of emergency, well, then the roads are going to be fucked anyway. So, essentially, the, you the and your car are, are going to get blown away. <laughs> and <laughs> yes, I'm sure they are. Uh, Ed read something to me this morning about how the roads are fucked and the gas stations are out of gas and water. So, I was yeah. like, wow, Peter's like moving in. So, <laughs> he hasn't gotten water or anything oh the 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 new model from 5 a.m looks drastically better than the one from me two days ago oh good sweet it's supposed to be going up the middle and losing power and not being a category five yeah, yeah no trust. going up the middle is our best case scenario not for miami i mean fuck disney world but, but uh no no disney disney's in the center of the state they're fine uh miami is not though but yeah, right miami is a is a shithole um, the only thing they're good for they is don't cocaine. Des- I mean, they don't deserve to get hit by a hurricane, but that is one of the worst cities, I swear to God. This cat. Jesus. Oh, I live with my girlfriend's cat now. Oh, uh, the one that you hate? Wait. And hates you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's in here right now. Hold on one second. It's, Hold on. It, it probably has a name and a gender. Probably. I, I didn't know shit has genders. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> it's so annoying. I'll be right Peter, back. this cat is your god, and you must obey. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure you can fight. Oh, he's gone. Aww. Oh, well. 
Well, he'll hear it. How you doing, Red? You doing good? I'm doing good. I actually really That's like good. this movie. Yeah, the raid's fantastic. It'd be great if we talked about it a bit more. It sure would. Okay, <laughs> I'm back. We were just talking about how great it'd be if we talked about this movie more. Uh, Let's do that. Oh, wait, he obviously has never listened to this podcast. True. Back to Florida. <laughs> okay. But, no, seriously. How's that cat? Yeah. Yeah, the cat's gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, the cat is in the freezer, and it's gonna make delicious cat steaks later. Um, <laughs> the the freezer that exploded, killing everybody in that hallway. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> that was cool. Fuck, dude. By that point in the movie, my suspension of disbelief was entirely gone. I was like, oh, this is like just fucking action for the sake of it. Whether that works. Yeah. Or not. Why did he put the? Oh no, yeah, he put the gas tank in there. But I don't know. No, yeah, that worked. I mean that. That poor guy who fell through the floor? Mm. Oh my god. He got attacked, like, zombie style. Like, just mobbed, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, when people bite it in this movie, they they just get the fucking shit kicked out of them. Okay. Like, they get absolutely ruined by people. Except for Bob. I'm just calling it the asshole. Rom- oh, yeah. No, the asshole yeah. dude. He got his ear shot, and then he was, like, acting like, oh, it's terrible. I didn't see him get shot in the side. Oh, Bowo. Yeah, Bob. Bowo? Okay. Yeah. I get that. One. Asshole. Um, <laughs> he was a dick. Like, the first thing, he was like, you want me to put a bullet through your head? Open the gate. And I was like, you didn't, he didn't say anything. He's just going inside to his sick wife. What the hell? Yeah. That's something that I think is expounded upon in the movie. It's a uh, lack of morals contributing to... Uh, weakness in like body with the exception of Mad Dog <laughs> yeah I was gonna say he seemed just to like like his favorite thing like, was killing people with his hands right yeah yeah except for him all the all the like bad dudes in the film are just these weak sniveling cowards that can't really hold their own in an actual fight well i have to say the dude with like the automatic rifle who was shooting down at them he got shot in the shoulder the afro dude just jumped back up yeah, and started shooting right. again and just kept shooting that's true <laughs> i was like dude you're shot and you just like yeah it's crackhead strength <laughs> yes <laughs> army of crackheads maybe that's oh my why God. maybe the oh shit yeah machete wielding crackhead yeah they're they're too weak their morals make them weak so they have to shore up the difference with pcp and heroin perfect and shitting themselves um yeah (laughs) okay who's everybody's favorite crackhead in this movie there's so many of them Mm. uh mm, definitely the afro guy afro guy yeah um the guy that i liked uh breaks out the ak i liked super high uh guy in the room and he's like where did you come from after watching Ronma fall through the window? Oh, and the chick was like, I don't know. <laughs> the chick with the actual spoon and lighter? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They were pretty good. I have to say the Afro guy, though. Okay, I didn't see this because I looked away for a minute. I was watching this in the living room. <laughs> the Afro guy got shot, died. He was a fucking zombie mm-hmm. because Eric said, oh, look, they already killed that guy. It was Afro guy again. And he was dying in the hallway. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> He, like, came back to life and started fighting again with a knife this time and then got killed again. I guess. I don't know. Maybe it was, like, two different... They, well, the movie, obviously, was, like, these are two different people. Yeah. It was also... 
I mean, the movie was budget. shot on a shoestring budget. Yeah, so like I could crazy. just like no money at all. I could see them reusing extras, but at least like do something with his hair that makes it. He was the only guy with the afro, so maybe they're yeah. like, oh no, he's like a second dude with the same hair. Um, maybe he wasn't was he different. also the guy that got arrested at the very beginning? Probably. That shit himself. Probably. He also had an afro. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I just can't tell the difference between Asian people. Because I'm a secret racist. <laughs> Whoa! Oh man, go back yeah. to Virginia. Oh wait, those people Drops. weren't from Virginia. Mm. This movie definitely made all of its money back. It was uh, the oh, budget was sure. one million, one point one million dollars. Uh, opening weekend in the U.S. alone was two hundred thirteen. Oh wait, wait a second. There's something. Uh, what's the final gross? The final gross is four million. Oh, so well, okay. Well, it it tripled its money. The movie makes back, yeah, like four times its budget. Yes, and that's a success. It is. Well, I mean, I mean, they made enough to make a sequel. What did they spend the money on, really? The exploding fridge and the armored car. Everything else is pretty like regular. Yeah, straight up choreography. I mean, but how far can you stretch one point one million dollars in the Philippines? I mean, it was, it was very well shot. Oh, did I say the Philippines? They, didn't, they certainly didn't skimp on the camera, whatever they used to shoot it with. Yeah, they had some pretty good shots, actually. Did they do, like, some sort yeah. of panning, like, looking up shot at the building? That seemed like it was on a dolly to me. Yeah. So it wasn't just, like, okay, all the fighting, though. Every single time someone got kicked or, or hit or something, I, would, I thought, Wow, that would knock the wind out of me, and I'd just stay down. Some of them did, but the rest of them, I started to feel like a Bollywood real, a, a Bollywood surrealism to this whole thing. But yeah, I mean, the fridge sort of put me over the top a little bit, but no one like started shooting lasers out of their eyes or anything. So <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with surreal action. No, in a kung fu flick. Yeah, there was nobody transforming into a car and then driving up a building and then. <laughs> right fucking going to the top and then dancing at a wedding like there was none of that there's a lot of different types of surreal action in in these kung fu movies so that's the best part though like what what separates uh the action in this movie in the raid from something like taken uh taken or well Let's let's keep it to kung fu for now. Oh, okay. But that's a good question. Like something like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Well, yeah, I or, uh, saw that. Like a, a a Jet Li film or something. I don't know. Are you like talking shit about a uh, CTHD? Uh, no, I love Crouching cause... Tiger, Hidden Dragon. But despite the fact that they're both very heavily choreographed, fighty action movies, they're very different. And it's not just the setting. Wait, couldn't they fly in that movie? I've never seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, they could. Um, they could do a lot of unrealistic stuff. Uh, it's very heavily based off, like, Kung Fu. Yeah. So it's like... When was but it so released? was this movie. Well, like, not Kung Fu, but, like, more, like, like Chinese traditional. So it's, like... Right. Very, like, flowing movements, graceful, like, sword strikes. Right. Whereas this uh, movie is, like, <clears throat> quick, like, bam, bam, bam. It's a fury. Brutal action. Yeah. And it's all in this really confined space, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it all takes place in this tiny apartment block with really tight hallways and small uh, living areas, so... 
And yet still. It kind of it cages the action all into this one place, so it forces it to be uh, as, as quick and as uh, flowing as possible. At one point, I sort of realized this was an FPS, like that only half had guns, and the rest was uh, just like yeah. fists. And I was yeah. like, oh, so they're like at the final boss before the actual boss, when <laughs> they were fighting Mad Dog. Yeah, that was, I mean, Mad Dog, and he was like the the final boss in a JRPG, <laughs> where you like fight him, and then like you realize that there's this other more powerful evil that's behind it. That's like this weird god, and then you team up with your friends and you kill God, and the game ends. It was like the like, reverse. Oh, bro, though. grab another controller. <laughs> in new player. Uh, but what would the final level be like? convincing that guy to shoot himself what is that some sort of charisma check i don't know i'm getting into mm -hmm. D from video game now so yeah. that would definitely be a charisma check yes, for sure that uh, is that is an interesting question though like i wonder why they they decided to end it on this this tame note with suicide yeah with like very little of the the thing that the movie did best well didn't the guy <laughs> like the who was the head guy in charge who you thought would be the final boss uh tama tama oh hey tama yeah. um <laughs> tama kins i know um yeah, so tama kins yeah. he says I know. that that the uh old the old dude shitting himself right there talking about the dub version he knows mm. this place better than any of the tenants which leads me to believe that he's definitely been here before he's trying oh yeah he's definitely been there before i thought oh this is like a personal vendetta are you talking about the lieutenant yeah the cop? Yeah. Yeah, that's Wei Hu. Yeah. Uh, Tama's Hugh. like the, the mob boss. Tama's the mob boss. Wei Hu is the, the cop. Yeah. So Tomakins. Yeah, they were, they were like brothers, right? No. Like, no. They just. Okay. Hugh had been coming to Tama for a long time and been like, give me money. And, well, Indonesia, give me money. And I'm pretty cool with it. And I'll just be like, hey, yeah, we didn't find anything. And they'll be like, oh, he, he paid you? And they're like, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That's the police I mean, force. When I said yeah, brothers, let's, let's iron out I the plot like, real quick. I meant like brothers from another mother. No. Like they were like friends. They just respected no. each other's power is all. I think. I mean. That was my get. I mean, Tama got way more from that relationship than uh, Wei. Yeah. Did he? I, I mean, they didn't, re they didn't respect each other, but they they had like this, this mutual understanding in this Law of the Jungle kind of way. I feel like Weihu has like a drinking Is that problem. Respect? Yeah. I mean, Tama got like. Uh, He's got a oh, lot yeah, of problems. Obviously. He has a lot of problems. Wasn't that like his, his last day on the force, right? Something like that? I don't know. It's always someone's last day on the force in these movies. Let's iron, let's iron this out <laughs> real quick, just so we're all on the same page. Uh, so, what the fuck happened in the last part of this movie? Uh, fighting, fighting, fighting. Action, fighting. Uh, some refrigerator. Uh, let's bomb. say okay. Uh, Andy and Rama kill Mad Dog. What yeah. happens then? Oh, way you captured Tom. Yep. And Tom was like, "Okay, you got me." And then Tom talked himself into talk way you into killing himself. No. Now way you got arrested at the end of the movie. So way you kills Tama. Yeah. Yeah. And then tries to commit suicide, only to find that he has no more bullets left in his gun. Oh, I forgot. I forgot that. I just remember the scene where he's, he was pointing the gun up at his chin. Yeah. 
I thought, dude, you're just going to fuck up your face. You're not going to die here. Because you need to put that yeah. shit in your brain. <laughs> you have to survive until the second movie where you can be killed. I have a firefighter friend who's been to, like, you know, you call 911. The firefighters come first. And he's also, like, right. paramedic. He says, oh, yeah, there are times when we go to places, people try and blow their brains out, but they put the gun in their mouth, so they just blow the back of their neck out, and they're, like, Oof. They're, not di- they're not dying. They're just, like, fucked up, and they wow. can't move. So it's just, like, they're really fucked up. And I was like, dude, you're going to fuck up your face. You're not going to kill yourself. You need. So <laughs> advice <laughs> for killing yeah, yourself. Yeah, good to know. Make sure it goes in your brain because that dude, oh that was going to be ugly. Thank you, Red. I needed that in my life. I know. Just, a, I mean, whew, I'm a visual thinker. And I was like, well, that's disturbing. Yeah. Um, I've never been on this podcast before, but I feel like I speak for all of us when I say that we don't advocate suicide. Well. Uh, yes and no. I mean, what? Yes, we do not advocate suicide. I don't know. Not if it's the lead singer from Weekend Park or Zack Snyder's daughter. We do not advocate for this. I was gonna say because Peter, (laughs) Zack Snyder. Um, no, no, it's an awful thing that happened. It's like a running joke that Peter's a terrible person after that happened. (laughs) Maybe good thing. Um, maybe like one possibly good thing came from that which is Josh Reed now directing the Justice League movie but it's still a terrible thing that happened and who knows the Justice League movie could still be shit yeah Josh Whedon is apparently a sexist asshole so who knows well, also yeah I'm not I mean Josh Whedon you know all hail Emperor Whedon I don't know I, Whedon. I don't work. really like him that much or his <clears throat> work Firefly was amazing mm. Buffy was great mm. but He's just maybe he's he was defeated by his own popularity for me mm. because Ooh. his style of writing and directing just became so ubiquitous, especially with the the rise of the superhero movie with like Iron Man coming out and the Avengers and it's just like all his characters have to be like these smarmy smartest people in the room, just these fucking douchebags that I just can't stand anymore. They always have, they quip. They quip endlessly. And their, their wit is just so amazing and they're so charming and funny and great. And God, <laughs> fuck them all. Fuck them all. Why can't you just write a real fucking human being, Joss Whedon? Why can't have you, you seen his, uh Have you seen his, uh, his take on Much Ado About Nothing? Because that is literally that whole movie. Ugh. What? Josh Whedon did a modern version of Much Ado About Nothing. I mean, I don't know what that is, so... It's a Shakespeare play. Yeah. Oh. I can only imagine how he ruined that. Well, it was, like, modern-day L.A. starring, like, actors and actresses. But, like, the same exact script Shakespeare used. Oh. Right. So it's really... There's, like, this really hard, like, just just a position between, like, 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 Shakespeare talk... And get me a latte. And then he's all like, let me but call Claudio. But they're acting as though Joss Whedon directed it. No, he did direct it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. But he, and then it's all like, So like let Benedict me... comes in and he's like, that's so clever. And Beatrice is like, fuck you, Benedict. Cumberbunt was here? And he's... Was there? No, that's, that's a character in oh. the Shakespeare. It's okay, Red. I mean... Okay. I mean, how does he not get tired of himself? After a while. That's what his wife said. Like, his wife did a whole expose about how he's a piece of shit. So I mean, Shakespeare was a tragic fag in the end, so... 
Was he? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, that thing that he wrote, it was one of his plays. It was about, like, the Duke of whatever the fuck. He was gay. He was very gay. But everyone's like, oh, no, no, because if you're going to oh, be yeah, famous, the, you have to be Duke, straight. The famous Shakespeare play, Duke of whatever the fuck. No, he wrote it for yeah. that guy. It was, like, one of his plays. It was uh, uh, Obviously, he was, like, the Duke of hiding in the closet. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, Wensboro or some... Anne Hathaway of Stratford above whatever the fuck else. <laughs> it always comes back to Anne Hathaway. I'm just every the first time I read that name I was like, "What?" And I just can't stop picturing Shakespeare getting it on with Anne Hathaway and her sometimes mm. maybe showing just one or very quickly both tits. A single tit. Just once. But Jake the Gyllenhaal was like in the corner watching. <laughs> 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 a stipulation of her contract. Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't even want to be there, but Anne Hathaway insisted. Yep. <laughs> you will stare at this nipple. Oh my god. <laughs> you will bask in the glory of this areola. I will show it to you but once. Pay <laughs> close attention. This nipple was in two princess movies. Don't blink. Not even Praise. for a second. Praise it. Honor it. Worship it. <laughs> He's like, no. Get away from me. <laughs> Created by our Lord and Savior, Tay Diggs. Uh, uh, I will never let that theory go now. Uh, here on the podcast, I subscribe to the theory that that program Google released on the internet to translate things, it, like, was AI or whatever the fuck. It created its own language. Oh, uh, that's, no, that's Watson. Yeah, whatever. Um, that's IBM. I don't care. Either way. Deep thought or whatever. It was let. You mean the one that got destroyed by trolls? That one? Yeah. I don't know. It was let to run rampant, and then yeah. it created time travel, and created a construct that has existed in the collective consciousness of every living person since the early eighteen hundreds. It is Taylor t- Swift. No, it's Tay Diggs. Um, Tay Diggs. So it's okay. Tay Diggs' world, and we're just living in it. Okay. Just mm. he's so perfect, look, and he doesn't age. Look at him, and tell me you haven't seen him in silver face paint before. And guess what? He's never been in silver face paint. I think we all have this memory of seeing Tay Diggs' true face, which is a construct in the internet. This this is getting weird now. I can't let it go, Peter. The Illuminati will come for me, and then when you're like, where's Red? Tay Diggs will have destroyed me. (laughs) It's the black Illuminati? I might see the face of Beyonce before I go, though, because she's definitely part of it. But I think she's too busy. One can only hope. I know. It was her birthday yesterday. Woohoo! Happy, Happy birthday. birthday, Queenie. To the Queen Bee. Uh, Literally, though, so the movie. Lemonade changed my life. Um, <laughs> I told you it would change. <laughs> uh, it was really good. She's so good. I told you. Girl, you put my love on top. Um, <laughs> no, really, though. It's like I get her now. But who can really get Beyonce? I don't know. I mean, imagine knowing the secrets of the world powers and then also being really, really fucking famous. And also being Beyonce. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. And having a child who's apparently already rapping really well. Yeah, we'll see. No, no, she she, she was rapping. What did she say? Oh my god. Wait a second. Blue Ivy's been killing it lately. She said some rap, and it was like, yes, that is life. Uh... <laughs> 
There's also a part where you're like allowed to look anything up you want during the show because we do that all the time. I yeah, I've, I've definitely been doing that, <laughs> trying to seem smarter than I actually am. Oh well, then you're like keyboard. when I drop some character names from Much Ado About Nothing, I fucking have the Wikipedia page open for that. I've never read that fucking play. Are you kidding me? Cool. Well, in that case, I'm just too fucking lazy to open up Google. Um. You can always hear key- Peter's keyboard clicking away in the background, right? Until he mutes his mic. What did what did what did Blue Ivy say? It was boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka. Everything is shaka, everything is faka. Damn, that's fuck. What? That's shit. It's so deep. She should try harder, cause that's terrible. Uh, she's like five think- though, right? <laughs> it's it's like she's not even fucking like put some effort into it, Blue. Come on, actually, your dad's like, Jay lyrics- Own up to that. The lyrics, uh, the lyrics before that are actually pretty good. Uh, never hear that I be in the posse. Never seen a ceiling in my whole life. Everything I seen, everything is rotten. Never sit in silence. Innocent is Carter. What the fuck? Oh, innocent is Carter. As in, as in what? Like her last name. Yeah. Oh yeah. Blue Ivy Carter. Yeah. The Carters. This bitch is like four. Good. Okay. Eh. Well. She's already coasting on her father's laurels. Oh. Yeah. Only at four. Disgusting. I'm just waiting for the... Write your own shit, Blue Ivy. Come on. Oh my god. What is it? Sir and... What? I forgot the other one's name. The twins. Uh, Rummy. Sir and Rummy. Rummy, based off, their, based off of the, uh, the poet and... Yeah, Rummy. Not Jin? Okay. Um, no. What? Jin Rummy? As in Jin Rummy? Yeah. No, yeah. sir. Oh my God, <laughs> these are babies. <laughs> now all I can think of is Bacardi One Fifty One. Um. So anyway, this movie. <laughs> hey, someone's keeping it's us on so task, Peter. Track. We haven't talked about this movie that in like nine happens. minutes. Peter, uh, uh, who cares? That's that's just the way we roll. Langston, that's all right. um, where are we at in this movie? Uh, we were talking about the ending. Yeah, we're already there. <laughs> We are, we've been jumping back and forth. Which is the way we uh, do. There is a question that uh, you actually brought up earlier, Red. Yes. Uh, the difference between the action in this movie and how it's portrayed and the action in another more traditional film like Taken yep. or like a, like a Western action film. Yeah. Um, so what separates these things? What? Oh, oh, this is a question I asked, and I'm supposed to like pontificate on or whatever. Okay, you can, cool. I mean, okay, wait, you... wait, 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 wait. What happened to Dagger, who was with uh? Y- he died. They yeah. all died. He gets he killed died. by Wayhu. Oh, Wayhu killed Dagger. Yeah, oh my he shoots God. him. It's no the wonder reason... why he tried to kill himself. Yeah, it's the reason why he didn't have enough bullets to kill himself with, because he used the last one on Tama. Yep. And Dagger. Yep. Pretty much. What a bitch. He is a little bitch. Um, that old man shitting himself in the corner. Okay, I want to talk about real quick before I get to that. That very good question that Langston just asked me that I totally remember. Um, <laughs> the guy. Okay, so in the dub version, so I guess Raid Redemption. Uh, Mad Dog. He walks up. I kind of wonder what the original wording verbiage was because i don't think he said this in the original indonesian whatever language they were speaking he said Mm. shooting someone with a gun is kind of like ordering a pizza no 
someone does all the work for you. Doesn't just you, you just don't get that thrill. I like I like making the pizza. I'm like sort of ad living what he said, but still, <laughs> basically yeah. he. I mean, I get that. He referenced a pizza, and he's like, "I want to kill you with my own hands." It's like making a pizza versus ordering one. Was there any pizza um, mentioned in the original Indonesian? I wonder. What did your subtitles say, Peter? This is when he fought I, that guy. I don't remember anything about pizza. So, yeah, okay. I can't imagine that an idiom would translate that well. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It would not. I don't know. Yeah, localization. <laughs> oh, what about the wall thing with the maybe black guy? Uh, the the machete poke the the magical sword box. No. Uh. That was a cool scene, but why was he all like, "What's this wall doing here?" That doesn't uh, make any sense to me. Maybe he knows the layout of every other apartment, like every other room in the building, and that was like obviously there on per like different i don't know all the all the rest of the um rooms seem to be square and this one seemed to have that weird wall thing mm -hmm. this movie would be so much different if they killed ranma right there in that scene you mean yeah ran him through in the wall the main character yeah okay the cheekbone thing not necessary and that made me cringe worse than any other violence in this movie I was like, Ooh. now he has to wipe the blade, the the blade clean as the guy pulls it out, Ugh. with his hand. So, and I guess he did that, right? He did that. Yeah, and then like, and then like every time he was in a profile shot, they always showed like the fucking the wound. Ugh, it was so gross. It was great. I loved it. I loved this movie so much. Yeah, kind of the worst he got but, actually. Um, segueing back into my original question. Oh yeah, that. Uh, I think that you you nailed one of the differences between the uh the the choreography and the violence in this film and uh its equivalent in say a western film. Uh and it's just so much more brutal. Yeah. And some I I feel like I've used that word a lot in this podcast. It's hard to it's hard to just get away from how No, no, no. Incredibly hectic hectic this violence is um in let's go back to taken in taken uh there's kind of a nobility it's like to... you kill someone they fall to the side you don't see anything yeah whereas like, shots shots land on people and there's no like spray of blood and gray matter just out <laughs> the back of their head and blades don't get embedded into cheekbones uh shards of glass don't get rammed through people's throats it's like Liam Neeson kicking the shit out of people, being a big damn hero. Going on a European murder holiday. Yeah. Yeah. But in this one, in this movie, uh, we have Rama, who is arguably a better person than Liam Neeson in Taken. Very straight-laced. He's more real. Uh, dude. Yeah. Like, he'll do what and, he has uh, to, even though he doesn't like yeah. it. Yeah. It it kind of gives light to how fucked up the things that he's doing are. But he's also like praying like every morning. Yeah, he's got to do it, but uh, he won't like it. He takes no joy in this because violence isn't something to be praised. It's something to yeah. be, especially as like uh, a, like a devout Muslim. It's yeah. not, but he doesn't want to do violence. He just wants to get back to his wife and his unborn daughter. And do violence mm -hmm. to them. 
Yeah. It, the film glamorizes violence in the extreme, but it doesn't praise it. No, it doesn't. It goes out of its way to make it unattractive, as unattractive as possible, as sweaty and bloody as it possibly can. Yeah, everyone was sweating. Everyone. Yeah. It just seemed... You think humid. there was AC in that apartment No, building? I don't. Like, even the dude who was, like, with the sick wife and the glasses, he was... He was sweating he was pretty before sweaty. he got to the door. So That's true. Well, it's Indonesia. Like, it's just... It's hot. Yeah, it's humid. Like, this thing happened where they were first coming up to the building, and they're like, there's a guy there with a walkie-talkie watching the television. Which, in mm-hmm. the dubbed version, the television was speaking, like, Indonesian language, whatever. And I was like, that took yeah. me right out of it. <laughs> My suspension of disbelief is gone that they're actually speaking English. Um, so they like <laughs> piano wire this guy, and I'm like, wait, these are the police. What is happening? Yeah, that was crazy. I was like, he didn't do anything. Like, is he dead? <laughs> I think he was. Did you kill him right off the bat? No, no justification. But I guess that's the police. Uh, I mean, he just—we never see him again. He just disappears into the darkness with a piano with a Garrett wire. wire around his neck. Yeah, that thing. I mean, that looked regulation too. Like they didn't just like yeah. have one that they made together. That was like metal handles and everything. Yeah, standard issue. Oh no. Oh yeah. Here's your gun. Here's your badge. Here's your strangling stick. <laughs> Get here's in there. Your, here's your garrote. Uh, <laughs> and then here, here's a pill you take and you lose all morals. Oh, gee. <laughs> here's your bribe money. Uh, yeah. Bri- Start raiding. Why do bribe? What the hell? Oh, I don't know. Music started playing on my computer and it's supposed to be not. Peter, you suck. Uh, no, no, right. this was on IMDb. I was looking up. Well, I guess IMDb. the these last what fifty-eight minutes of audio are completely unusable now. Yeah, <laughs> started oh, again. Yeah. How do you think no. Lance's episode got lost? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't me. Was that me? Yeah, that was like my fault. forty minutes of the audio on your end cut out on the end. Oh, and I was gonna do that no. shitty thing where I was like, because I asked nothingness. How many milk mommies would you give this? And then me and Lance were like, ha ha ha. And I was like, I can't. I can't do this. Good joke, imaginary friend, Peter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. God, I never we're told so you lonely. That, did I? Yeah. Because milk mommies is such... It's such a weird <laughs> thing to ask no one. Uh, how many milk mommies? <laughs> but, okay. So I was watching this movie with... um. Eric, I, I watched the movie in the living room, so both the guys were there. But the point is, is that Eric is like a, a action movie person. But the like, as soon as we see Tama like just murdering those guys on the plastic sheet, which a plastic sheet did nothing because their brains went everywhere. Mm. It, he was like, "This is gross." I was like, "You like action movies?" And then he did the hammer thing, and I was like, "This is kind of gross." <laughs> I mean, and I think he felt that way because. Western movies don't show us real violence. Yeah. Although this Speaking is... of the hammer thing, <laughs> uh, at the beginning of the movie, when they... Like, all the SWAT team guys are in the truck and they're headed to the apartment block, and uh, Jock is talking to him and was like, these are the baddest motherfuckers this side of the Indonesian river, whatever that might be. <laughs> yeah. And he's, like, introducing them all. Like, there's 
there's Tama, he's a crazy motherfucker, and there's there's Mad Dog, and he's even crazier. Like, don't fuck with him. Pray to God you don't meet him somewhere in a room here, <laughs> and pray to God he doesn't torture your brother, who is Andy, who's the brains of the operation. And then the very next scene is just these three dudes, the big bads, literally staring you down. They're staring, like, into the camera at you. Oh, shit. And then it's revealed that, like, Tom is, like, lining up these dudes, and then he just executes them to the back of the head. And the last guy that he executes, uh, he runs out of bullets. I mean, how many people were there? Which I guess is kind of indicative of, yeah. He brought, like, a revolver. Okay, yeah. And I didn't really think about this, but I guess that's kind of indicative of what happens at the very end of the film, where when Wei Hu tries to kill himself, he's run out of bullets. So that's a cool little callback. I mean... But he run- anyway, he runs out of bullets, and uh, he sits the gun on his shoulder, and he says, you just hold on to that for me. I'll be right back. <laughs> and he opens the drawer, and there's a bunch of bullets in the drawer and a fucking hammer. Yep. And he takes out the hammer. As soon as I saw that hammer, like, I was now, like, where oh, were we? <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Like, uh, what an introduction to these characters. But, uh. but see, I thought I thought that he was trying to, like, get information out of this guy. But no, these are just people he fucked over. This is just a two-second no, thing for him. There's no, yeah. there's no explanation. Like, these guys are here, and they're tied up. And one second, they're alive. And the next second, they're just being murdered. Yeah. Did he even wash the blood off his shirt after he beat that guy to death? I wonder. I mean, he seemed Maybe to be wearing the same shirts. clothes. No. Yeah, the wife be. Yeah. Hey, appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Which was brown, and it originally started out white. So, mm. I mean, apparently no one knows how to wash clothes in this movie, or it's just that this is, like, such a slum that you're just dirty. Maybe it's a symbol that people this are is... slowly becoming more and more <clears throat> dirty it's, because it's some a... stains never wash off. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm talking about the scene on my soul. Oh my god. <laughs> Staying from all the meth I just inject into myself. Um, Peter, do uh, you know how to do meth? No, I have no idea. You probably don't inject it. I think it. that's heroin, yeah. actually. I'm not sure. I think yeah. you... I think you've I've watched a lot of Breaking like, Put bad. it right directly into your eyes. <laughs> yep. And uh, I've never really done any of those quote-unquote hardcore drugs, so... Well, me neither. No? I just watched Breaking Bad, so... Nah, man, you're missing out. Trust me, once you try crack, you never go back. In the words of the late great, crack is whack. But but black don't crack, so do I need crack? Good question. Uh, I think that if the 1970s through 90s proved anything, it's that black do crack. Black do crack very often. Oh. It's actually a huge problem. Oh, no. I don't know why, but this conversation is making me really hungry. (laughs) Uh, I'm super hungry, too. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> this is one black that needs his crack. Just gotta get one of those delicious little crack rocks and, uh, I don't know. Just bite into yeah, it. Yeah, sure. That's how you do crack, right? <laughs> I'm sure. It's like a, it's like a jawbreaker. Yeah. You uh, just eat it. Just like it. Oh, that's a movie we should do. We will. Jawbreaker? Yeah. Um. I don't know what that movie is. Oh, it's a thing. It. It's a white girl movie, or was originally, I guess. I'm down with that. I mean, I watch only white girl movies, you know, as I am one, mm. but <laughs> this yeah. is, I mean. I mean, no movie is more of a white girl movie than The Raid Redemption. I mean, such a chick flick, right? You really think I picked this movie? <laughs> really? 
No, I picked this movie. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what was it? We did the Princess Diaries, coming back to Anne Hathaway. Who do you think picked that one? <laughs> Peter, definitely. <laughs> he, quote-unquote, got sick for that one, and I had to find someone else. Damn, Peter. I was sick for that one. Skipping out. Yeah, Skipping sure. out of your own podcast. I, I, and I still watched that movie. Sure. <laughs> And was there? I think I even watched the sequel. Were you playing the league while you were watching the movie? Oh, the the league. Yeah, the league. No. No. Which is funny because I do. I have played League of Legends before, but you know, not Rocket League, which sounds bad. Fuck that game. Rocket League. I love Rocket. No, Rocket League's great. League of Legends, though. Well, see, League of Legends doesn't cost you anything. Suck the brown right off my ass. (laughs) I hate that game. What? Uh, you heard me. I no comment. Just suck it all up. Okay, no, let's let's start wrapping this up. We have like twenty end of podcast segments, so let's go. Red. Oh my god! What are they? What you mean? The shining light. Okay. <laughs> okay, Wayson. What was your shining light of the movie? Like your favorite part of the movie? It could be a person, thing, place. Um, whatever. it was the character introductions of Tama, Andy, and Mad Dog that I explained to you earlier, where the scene yeah. cut away, and it's just those guys looking at you right before yeah. they execution-style a bunch of dudes. It yeah. was just so... It was, it was such a clever device. Uh, it really... Like, that as the introduction to the movie, after all these quiet scenes with Rama waking up, and praying and practicing, and then the tense moment in the squad car, and then it cuts to this other quiet scene where just shit goes left. It just set the whole movie up on such a great note. Definitely my shining moment. Shining light, whatever it is. There's a, like a sparkle sound <laughs> effect that goes with that, so... Uh, should I say um, it again so you can no, add fine. that in later? No, no it's only okay. when you sing song um, it. Uh. <laughs> I think my shining light is the hallway scene with Ranma and uh, Boo, uh, as Ranma is just like stabbing the guys. That so, good. it's my favorite fight scene in the movie. Interestingly enough, Peter, that's not my favorite scene specifically, but I have to say that my shining light of this movie was this kung fu or I guess martial arts style violence that just was so out of nowhere and almost campy but then this it sort of crystallized all into the scene where he had that bowie knife and he stabbed that guy in the leg and ripped it all the way down to his knee boy i hope you like kill me if you do that to me i would grab the knife and slice my own throat if that happened i mean (laughs) seriously kill me first so needless it was so That made me cringe more than anything in the entire movie. Even the yeah. glass in the neck thing. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I'm yeah. fucking cringing just thinking about it right now. Just rip. That was a good one. That guy fell mm. down and stayed down, but I think he lost his knife. Yeah. I mean, God. Yeah, no. If I were that guy, I'd have, like, turned around and just killed myself. I wouldn't be able to... <laughs> no, yeah. sir. That's like... That was ridiculous. It's like the cutting of the Achilles tendon. It's like, no, mm. you can just kill me. Like, I'm <laughs> cool with that. 
Uh, yep. So, the the weird violence that was sort of like the weird martial arts kung fu movie style violence, paired also with the raid redemption dubbing thing. Yeah. Mm. Kung fu movie feeling of it was my shining light. Um. Oh, Langston. That's right. Yes. We always ask our you could like we have a couple seconds for you to think about this one, but we always ask our guest hosts what's a guilty pleasure movie of theirs, which is specifically a movie that everyone says is garbage that you genuinely enjoy. Hmm. But first, we have our star okay. rating system, <laughs> so you can have time to think okay. about that shit. So, Peter, <laughs> Peter, darling Peter, how how many empty chambers in a gun would you give this movie? I'm going to give this five empty chambers and a gun. Damn. <laughs> Is that good or bad? Well, it's like That's a good. one to five rating, so. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. the first time I mean, anybody's ever asked us that. I mean, there's five, but the chambers are empty. So that when you try to shoot that last guy that you're trying to execute, or when you're trying to kill yourself, I mean, it's a gun won't go off. Well, no, there's still That's one. True. I mean, if it's a six shooter. True. So, maybe. so is it a scale from one to six then? Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, we have asked. Maybe how I'm many putting boobies. too much. Thought. You're 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 thinking about this way too much. Yeah. Langston, how many blood-stained machetes do you give this movie? <laughs> uh, I'd give this movie four out of five blood-stained machetes. Uh, for, for the four stars for uh its mastery of visual storytelling, uh, and minus one blood-stained machete for the kind of trite plot and the the weakness of the dialogue. If someone's talking during a scene, that scene is automatically one of the weakest in the film, <laughs> just because the dialogue is so poor. <laughs> but, yeah. That's my rating. Alright. Telephone it on back to me. What's, what's your stupid topical thing? <laughs> oh. Uh, how many... Shit stained crackheads, would you give this movie? Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> I give it four shit stained crackheads for the reasons you listed, and also I'm just not an action movie type. I wouldn't seek out this type of movie. But that's why I have Peter, so. Yeah, that's legit. Yep. So, cool. Uh, th- a great question. Would you recommend it, Peter? Of course I would recommend this movie. Ah, <sighs> okay. Uh, Langston, would you recommend this movie? Uh, only if you're down for the the goriness of it. This is not something that I would recommend to friends who are faint of heart. Yeah, no, I wouldn't recommend this to anyone who's like squeamish or <clears throat> a little bit empathetic towards. But if you have a stomach for it, it's one of the finest movie-going experiences that you could ask for. It's true. I would recommend this to my brother, because he would laugh his ass off the whole time. And my... I would recommend this to my male relatives that I know of. Like, dad, stepdad, brother, great. My sister would probably think it's funny, too. But she wouldn't be as interested in it. And Mm. uh, Mm. my mother would just not. So, yeah. Disclaimer, mother. Don't watch. So... Yes, I would recommend it to some people. Oh man, Peter just sent me the train scene from Raid 2. So, (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god. <laughs> that movie. The Raid 2, I like the Raid 2 so much more than the Raid 1, but the Raid I 1 is such a disagree classic. so heavily with you. Does it? On that point. Oh. But we can we can talk about that in their time, seeing as how we're wrapping this up now. Speaking yeah. of disagreeing movies, <laughs> Plankston, do you have a guilty oh. pleasure movie? Yes, I do. Uh, so a little while ago, a couple years ago, a film came out called Sucker Punch. <gasps> uh, and I saw it in theaters, uh, and it was one of the worst experiences of my life. Watching that movie felt like being stabbed in the head. And I loved it. Uh. I fucking loved that movie. I loved how terrible it was. <laughs> I loved all its shitty, shitty action scenes. I loved its awful catchphrase that it tried to shoehorn in. And I love that really poorly thought out and executed twist at the end. Where it turns out that the girl is about to be lobotomized and she's a mental patient. She's actually insane. By John Hamm's virile oh, It was spike. such a wonderful cornucopia of terrible movie tropes and unlikable characters. I mean, I want to say... I watch it at least once every year. When you said that, I literally blew the biggest snot rocket on myself. I feel like that was a, <laughs> that was like a, a, a like an automatic reaction, like reflex. <laughs> hey, man. It's all right. I'm used to it. I had to, I had to mute my mic because I gasped. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't mute it at all. I just gasped. <laughs> why, why am I on the spot here? <laughs> why, how come I don't get to judge you guys? At least you like it. So, no, 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 no. The thing is, like, Sucker Punch was one of the movies I recommended. And then, like, because I thought I liked Sucker Punch, even though I thought it was garbage. But then upon, like, a second rewatch, or, like, a third rewatch of that movie, I realized I, it is, I hate it. I hate it's it so, so much. It's so irredeemably terrible. There's, like, nothing good about that movie. There's no reason why anybody should like it. We agree. But I really, really love that movie. I don't know why. <laughs> Neither do I. Thank you, Zack Snyder. Maybe it's masochism. <laughs> All we can this say is where the Zack Snyder, 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 like... <laughs> the moratorium on Zack Snyder doesn't work here, does it? It does not. <sighs> uh, Zack Snyder is not Kim Kardashian. He actually does stuff. Um, <laughs> other than being stupid. Um, so do I get to hear your guilty pleasure movies now and mute my mic to gasp dramatically? No. Or is <laughs> that not... just specific to me? This no, is no, it's just funny because it's like, it's something we talk about all the time is how much mm. we hate Sucker Punch. Oh, so you're really? going, you going, I love Sucker Punch. It's just really funny. From the Sucker Punch episode <laughs> onwards, like, no matter, anytime we talk about something we really hate, it comes back to Sucker Punch. So. Mm. It just. Other than next... Yeah, there's a lot to not like. <laughs> It's like Sucker Punches are constant, and we always go right back to it. Yeah, I think I yeah. gave that movie, like, a 0.5, maybe a 0. I mean, the way that I usually define it is, it's like The Room, but mm -hmm. without the charming aspects of its terribleness. <laughs> it's just straight terrible. Okay, so... Wait, have we ever said our, uh, our Guilty Pleasure movies? I mean, no, but I mean, I think there's a... Well, we can. 
Peter, if okay. you have one. You should just come out and I say it. I do have one. Just... It's Cloverfield. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Cloverfield was a great movie. I actually like Cloverfield. Yeah, I, fucking I know, love, right? I love I vomiting love... in the theater because the camera won't stop fucking shaking. <laughs> I, I love, love it. I, I, I love feeling dizzy afterwards and not being able to move. I love being blue-balled by the plot of the movie so utterly that it takes years and years before the sequel comes out to allay it. And it uh, won't even do that. God. I like seeing Mike Vogel in something that's not a shitty television show. And I like how T.J. Miller's character... a shitty found footage movie? I like how... Yeah. I love how T.J. Miller's name was HUD. Because he was the <laughs> heads-up display... Oh, <laughs> my movie. god, you're right. Oh my god. I wonder why that was so That's a little thing. that was that was so on the nose that I didn't get it. I didn't you just explained something to me, Peter, that made me love that movie more. Uh, <laughs> god, I can't think of a movie that was truly bad that I love. Like I don't I don't know. There are a lot of shitty chip flick, chick flicks out there. Oh, I loved Mamma Mia. That was awesome. The Oof. one with Meryl Streep, where like no Oof. one could sing, is great. And I like. I mean, I've been listening to the soundtrack from that movie. Oh god. I mean, I love oh, Mamma Mia. They're making a sequel. Yeah. What I about uh... so much? I don't know where they're gonna go with that. Please stop. What about uh, Julia and Julia? You shut the fuck up. <laughs> that movie is what? oh man I, like I can't okay you're fucking kidding me right now there's no way you love julia and julia um i, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie it's not the no best fucking way i need to not only is it not the best it's just it's annoyingly mediocre <laughs> like why I, I can't mediocre. i cannot focus on any of the characters because they're just so goddamn boring so, like the most, the oh most God. conflicting part of the uh, new Julia's life is she says her husband is too perfect too often, and it drives him away because he she loves her him so much, and that's the the height of the conflict. Okay, so me and Peter were supposed to like pick our favorite like number one movie of all time to do for the podcast like this season or this this back half mm-hmm. of the season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you thinking about picking Julia and Julia? No, like, I'm not picking Julia 100%, that is what I was picking. Oof. Like, that is my number... Julia and Julia? That's my number one favorite movie of all time. I have the DVD copy in my desk right now. <laughs> well, when you do that movie, you can defend it. <laughs> you shut the fuck oh, up, Lakeson. Peter. <laughs> Lakeson, you're so on the ball right now. It is so good. <laughs> you're like, I really love this movie. Red really hates, and I really hate this movie. Red really loves. I can't call I that a bad movie. I hate everything you love and love everything you hate. Well, I I hate everything oh. you love because of that fucking sucker punch thing. So, <laughs> all right, next oh next segment, God. Peter's trailer park. <laughs> what? Peter's trailer. I'm calling it that now, so I can put in the the da ding 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 sound <clears throat> that the hillbillies do. Oh, that works. Banjo sound effect. Uh... Oh yeah, okay. Uh, Lakeson, every every episode I talk about a new trailer that gets released online that is fucking amazing. Um, and then this week is super good. Um, let's just say <clears throat> a new Takashi Miike movie is coming out called Shocked. 
called Blade of the Immortal about an immortal samurai who cannot mm. die. Like Samurai uh, and Jack. There's a... No. Oh. <laughs> I think it's I think it's based off an anime. Samurai Jack. Uh, oh, it's based off a manga. Oh. Uh. Uh, but it's super bloody, super amazing, and I cannot wait. Oh, also, this is Takashi Miike's 100th film. Oh, then it better be God good. Goddamn. I mean, he produced more movies in a year than some people produce in their lifetimes, so... Yeah, but being prolific doesn't necessarily mean that you're any good. It means that you're It just means that you can churn out and regurgitate shit faster than anybody else. To be fair, though, 13 Assassins... That movie was fucking great. That was movie number you, three like, or four of ours? I yeah, that was like the fourth movie we did, yeah. Yeah, yeah if you want to talk about fucking action and non-stop action, Ew. the entire second act of this movie is just one huge battle. I'm, 13 Assassins. I'm, this movie looks good, though. I'm sorry, I saw that I thing with the it. hand and it freaked me out. Oh, yeah, with all the sinew reconnecting. Ew. Listeners, <laughs> watch the trailer, because that was kind of kick-ass. It's a high yeah. budget, though. Yeah, it looks good. It doesn't look as good as 13 Assassins. No. I mean, like, it, it's visually uh, beautiful. Not like it looks as though this will be a good film. It well, might this is, be. This is literally like a manga come to life. I mean, it does Probably look that might. way. Yeah. The main character has some super identifiable features, so... Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, that guy with the huge scar on his face. Oh look, someone with a Why is there a fucking crazy hip hop trap beat going on in the background? Uh I just saw someone get stabbed through a wall and that gave me flashbacks of Thirteen Assassins, so Remember that one time in Thirteen Assassins when that guy got a sword literally through his neck and then just got back up and kept killing people with rocks? I have a theory about that that we spoke about in that episode. Um Wait a second. He directed a JoJo Bizarre's adventure movie? Jo- Wait, is it JoJo? live action? It's live action. I don't want to see that. Um, I mean, I don't know I can much barely... about JoJo other than the heavy, heavy homosexual overtones. So. Yeah, there's that. Um, the the writing philosophy behind episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is if it's worth saying, it's worth saying four times with four different characters. Well. And that's just the philosophy of the studio. I mean, it's like, like when they did Fist of the North Star, it's like, oh, this guy's afraid of, why am I shaking? Does this mean I'm afraid? And then it cuts this other guy on the ground, and he's like, that means he's afraid. And then Ken's like, you're afraid, aren't you? And the guy's like, oh my god, is this what it means to be afraid? I'm super afraid. Holy yeah. shit. He also made an Ace Attorney. Phoenix right? Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know what Ace Attorney so is, is but... So this is Peter's trailer park. Yep. This yeah. segment. Okay. I get done. the I get the reference now. Yeah. So I'm now gonna start inserting a uh banjo sound clip into this part. Because we used to have Oh boy. Peter's re we used to have Peter's review corner, which was like him reading reviews from people on the internet. Ah. Cause he he yeah, amazed but it got, me. It just got it just got so negative and like mm. I don't feel like reading all that hate all the time. I mean, I used to introduce it with the Batman sound effect. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I, transition. Need, I need to put another sound clip in for Peter's special. Um, now it's a banjo, Peter. <laughs> That's fine. 
Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> is that? Well, I mean, yeah, that's the the trailer mm. park, and then trailer park. Um, Hooray! Yes. So uh, we ask uh, an interesting question uh, at the end of every episode, which is whether the movie's bad or good. Something to bring us up. What's giving you life this week? So what's good? Tell us what's good. In my, in my life. Yeah, and it doesn't yeah, have to be anything. a movie. It can be anything you like. Uh, I'm working on a Mutants and Masterminds campaign, which Peter is a part of. Yeah. And uh, that's hella fun. It's been getting me back into writing, and uh, just designing. Uh, Mutants and Masterminds is a superhero tabletop RPG. We're gonna kill some white nationalists tonight, boy. Uh, oh, I want about that. that. We can't do tonight. <laughs> no, what happened? Yeah, sorry. Uh, Lopez has puppy training tonight. Oh. I'm surprised what, it's why not... is puppy training at night? I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe we should talk about it when we're not doing a podcast, Peter. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I'm surprised it's not anyway. like because someone's evacuating already. Nah, he's just no. he just does that every Wednesday. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with that nice creative outlet always good anything else uh no that's it my life is a hellstorm of loneliness and social anxiety oi <laughs> <laughs> well wow. um on that whose isn't am i right yeah on that note <laughs> peter what's giving you life um my year-long, year-and-a-half-long D&D campaign is ending next week, which is really sad. That's, uh, a, that's a good thing? Good thing? That's giving you life? No, what's giving me life <laughs> is... Um, well, another sad thing. On Wednesdays, a group of <laughs> friends started playing Shadowrun without me, and that's super annoying because they know I love Shadowrun. And they're like, let's not tell Peter because he'll get really upset because he can't play. Uh, and they told me anyway, and I got really upset that I couldn't play. Peter, but... tell us a good thing about your <laughs> Wait, life. Wait, no, no, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming, okay? There's also a tornado coming. Uh... <laughs> Jesus. But my old, my old Shadowrun character is a NPC in their game, and he's a radio DJ. So what I'm doing is I'm making radio segments, recording it like this, and then sending them to uh, James, and James is going to play it during the campaign session if they tune into the radio to get more information. And you're still not like invited? <sighs> <laughs> Is there anything that's like holy good that doesn't come with a caveat of I moved well, into my it new actually apartment. sucks in some weird esoteric way. I moved into my new apartment. Awesome. Hey, good thing. Oh, I got free Chick-fil-A for a year. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah good oh, things. and I got a new laptop yeah. for free. Oh my god, Peter. Your cup runneth over. Way to turn it around. Mm. Yeah. But I still, <laughs> but I still can't play Shadowrun. It's so sad. Oh, I'm sure that you can wipe your tears with a chicken sandwich. I was gonna say. I literally am driving over there doing that today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so broke. <laughs> oh, aren't we all? Uh, <laughs> Red, what's yeah, making what, you happy? What's giving you life, yeah, Red? What's yeah. giving you life? Um, I got a new job, sort of. So, oh, you got a new job? What? Sweet. Yeah, it's okay. It's like a service. You sign up for it. You transcribe shit like videos and audio clips. Like, I don't know why it's a thing, but people need shit transcribed, and you get paid by the minute of audio transcribed. And it's cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'm a rookie status. How much? 
That's not important. Come on. <laughs> okay. Either way, it's something that cool. I can. Can you do it from home? Yeah, I do it on my. You just sick. Need, you just need Google Chrome, and that's it. And you type it right in their browser, and it's got all these cool tools, and you play the audio, and like the tab key is a hotkey for pause, and so it's it like it's all mm. very good. I actually already learned the tab key is pause. Like I do it automatically. So after I get sixty nice. minutes of audio transcribed, I get moved up and paid more. Um, well, that's awesome. Hoping to do that this week. So yeah, money I can make without putting mileage on my car. <coughs> yeah. Also, Fantastic. it's PayPal paid to you, so that makes it easier. <laughs> I've made two dollars so far. <laughs> wow! It's like, I should do that Good. just to be able to buy video games on Steam. I mean, really, it's like, wouldn't be a bad idea. It's like that. Make money on the side. Yeah. I mean, it's a great service. It's called Rev Transcription. I tried a different transcribing right. service, and they're like, no, but fuck you. So, <laughs> I mean, when you they ask you your native language, you can also put in, like, Cockney, Australian, British, if you want. But my stepdad is really British, so I actually do understand those languages. Nice. I mean, it, I mean you get to pick your tasks. They don't assign them to you. It's very much like Uber, where you just do it when you want, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hooray! New job. Um, sort of. Nice. Sort of. Uh, so, next segment is called The Next Movie. <coughs> yeah, what is the next movie? Good to say that. Well, as this is technically episode 10, but we record out of order sometimes for, um, like, podcast reasons. Oh my god, you're just not supposed to mention that. You're yeah, you're pulling back go. the curtain, man. Yeah, Fourth just... wall! Fourth wall! Okay. I told you just to go with the flow. I'm like the Central Park flasher. All I do is peel back the curtain. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're welcome for that That's visual. a reference. Uh, <laughs> so, episode 10 is our next movie, <clears throat> I guess, sort of. Uh, anyway, every 10th episode we do the sci-fi original movie night. Woohoo! Um, and we're doing the sci-fi original movie Lava Lantula about a volcano that opens up in Los Angeles and fire-spitting tarantulas come out of it that are the size of dogs. Sick. I know. It's it's not going to be as good as Dead 7. Dead 7 was a masterpiece of shit. So like... And it had the Backstreet Boys, so... <clears throat> and all of them in it. I mean, this has a very Sharknado feel, but it didn't go anywhere. So like the knowing now, knowing now that Aaron Carter is like super gay, changes things. Aaron Carter was in that movie. No, didn't he direct it and write it? What the? Or was that Nick that Carter? Was Nick Carter. Aaron Carter. Oh, I get all the Carters mixed up. Aaron Carter, as in How I Beat Shaq. Aaron Carter. No, as in yes. I Want Candy. Aaron Carter. Um, or Lizzie or McGuire. Aaron's Party. Aaron Carter. <laughs> the cameo on Lizzie McGuire. Like my life growing up. Oh my god, Lizzie McGuire. What was that Nick Nicholas Shea cameo on like One Tree Hill? That was the best cameo. Oh, shut up, Nicholas Shea. Uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Nicholas Shea. <laughs> yes. Um, they invited him on just to tell him to shut the fuck up. And he was okay with that. Just he was fine. He was happy. Jessica was like, "Baby, we need more chicken fish. You need to go make some money." <laughs> Okay, I'm done. Chicken fish? Is this chicken. chicken what's in here or fish? I mean, I know it's the chicken of the sea and it's tuna, but is it chicken or fish? <laughs> this is something. she like, man, 
He was like, buffalo wings are made out of chicken? I thought they were made out of buffaloes. <laughs> These are real quotes oh. from Jessica Simpson. Um, she's a keeper. Uh, <laughs> well, yes, yeah, she has a ton of money. Of course she's a keeper. Well, yeah, she's also white, southern, and stupid, so... I mean, every human has value to them. Um, yes, you know. even Zack Snyder. Yes. Everybody... Unless they're brown, foreign, let's, and dying somewhere else other than America. Oh my god. Um, let's end this. <laughs> let's end this. People only care when white people are dying. Um, <laughs> I'm really hungry. Let's end this. Paris President versus... President George Bush did not care about black people. Yep. Uh, President yeah. Trump. Thanks, Kanye. Uh, yeah, that whole... Uh, oh, I'd also like to say, because I keep forgetting to say this on the podcast, I'm super mad about the election, because the next morning I woke up and I was like, there will be no Meryl Streep movie called Breaking the Glass Ceiling where she plays Hillary Clinton. I'm so sad. You mentioned this, like, multiple times on multiple podcasts. I can't stop saying it, Peter. I want this movie to be a thing, and it only would have worked if, you know, she'd won. So Meryl Streep oh, no. doesn't get to play. We won't get to see Meryl Streep drag her desiccated corpse of a body back on camera. You shut the fuck up. Don't you and dance around like the puppet she is. Don't you? They have to spray her down with water to keep her like mummified skin hydrated. (laughs) Moisturize me. Oh my god. It puts the lotion on its skin. I love (laughs) Meryl Streep. I know. (laughs) Who doesn't love Meryl Streep? She's amazing. Um. Also. Was, did she speak at that Michelle Obama thing? Or was that a different one? I know it happened somewhere. No idea what you're talking about. No. Nope. No, wait. Michelle yeah, Obama yeah. came here when Hillary came, came here. About. When I say here, I mean Phoenix. And no one knew. And then suddenly Michelle Obama was speaking. This was before the election. And I was like, oh, right. she was here. She was in my city. Anyway. <laughs> what? Is someone trying to keep no. me on, ta- on task? Uh, social media. Where can the people find you? <laughs> Oh, me? Uh, anyone. Yeah. yeah, sure, you. First, go. Uh, shit, man, I didn't prepare for this. Peter, where can the people I find you? I have a LinkedIn. <laughs> what? Uh, I have I... a LinkedIn called Langston Epps. Uh, currently on the lookout for freelance writing projects. Hit me up. Cool. Yeah. Uh, people can find me on Twitter, at Zenzuma. I host a monthly, yeah, let's just go with monthly podcast about video games and board games. Called Peter vs. Peter. And yeah. Uh you all can find the podcast on Twitter or amateur underscore critics. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Probably will never be Google Play because I can't get my lazy ass up long enough to do it. Uh we do have a Patreon. It's so easy. Like I said. It's so easy. Like I said, Peter. Cannot get my lazy ass up long enough to do it. Uh <laughs> We have an email if you want to say something to us longer than 140 characters. It's amateurmoviecritics2016 at gmail.com. Uh, it's 8.30. My alarm just told me that. <laughs> I, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Redford underscore Ray. I did have a YouTube channel. I do have a YouTube channel. The videos are still up. I'll probably keep them there, but I'm like totally dropping that. Wait. No, you're not doing it anymore? No. Well, I mean, like, maybe, I don't know. This this YouTube channel correlates, correlates directly to my diet, so, like, I've been eating a lot of good uh-huh. food lately, and, like, going out with people, and, like, I don't need to do this, but I'm super hungry all the time. You can still, 
You can still eat good food and record yourself eating good food. Yeah, but usually I do that when I'm with good friends who will be like, what the fuck are you doing? So, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> can I maybe shill myself one more time before we end this podcast? Of course. Sure. Hit me up at lepsdesign at gmail.com hey. if you have any projects that you need. That's L-E-P-P-S design at gmail.com. Please. Please, God. Well, <laughs> our 17 listeners will think about it. So <laughs> Sweet. Um, for the sign-off, we usually tell our uh, listeners to stay amateur. You know, I'm Red. He's Peter. No, Peter. And then you're Langston. Yeah. And then... I'm Langston. Yeah, so... Uh, until next time, I'm Red. And I'm Peter. And I'm Langston. And you get to stay. Stay amateur, guys. Yay! We managed to fuck it up anyway. You could take our lives, fill us up with lies, cause I know where I'm going when I die. And I won't even cry, middle finger to the sky, cause I know where I'm going when I die. Yeah, cause even if I gotta live a life of crime, you got it, I'ma get it, never need a nine to five. I'll push it to the limit till it's time to say goodbye, that's fine, cause I know just where I'm going when I die, die, die. See me in the microscope, see me in the fish tank. Chicks wanna know my real name, plus the dick length. Me, I'm a scientist, God to a lab rat. Now I'm just a has been rapper in a hazmat. Ducking straight shots, sewing up wounds. Filling up tombs, let the bass boom Blood everywhere, so chaotic I'm a bullet with your name on it Seeking body after body And the mayor Giuliani ain't in office anymore But he's still Illuminati Death of the king, overthrow everything They'll be searching our apartments in the ATF sting Get busy, scum of the earth Hold a black magic seance to summon my first I'm a walking skeleton, a zombie that'll rush the crowd Devil baby, I was born inside a mushroom cloud Take my lives, fill us up with lies